Hello, Castaway Studios. Derek speaking. Uh, Derek, all hell's broken loose. I'm, I'm not sure what's. <laughs> we've got learners crook. I'm just. The point is, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get there. I might have to phone it in or something. Yeah. There's there's been an outbreak this morning, and she's been banging her head on the walls. She's banged her head three times on the walls, oh. so we don't know if she's. We don't know if the screaming's because of a um, middle ear infection that she's just had, or whether it's just from repeatedly banging her head on the wall. Oh, poor love! Hey, yeah. don't worry about it. Kids come first. <laughs> Do you want to? Have you got yeah. time for a bit of a chat now? Yeah, yeah for a set for a second yeah. before. Sweet the, as, and if you come in, you come in. Yeah, no, that's how yeah. it goes. This yeah. is fatherhood for you. All right, here we go. Yeah. Bad daddy, you're a naughty boy. These days, fatherhood is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Not that blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. (laughs) Derek Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows, the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. Oh, was that just the longest ever so, <laughs> minute you've ever had in your life? So let me tell you what's happening, right? So, yeah. so Missy's got a – she's doing this score, this soundtrack for a TV show, and and so she's got to record. It's like you never quite know when she's going to need to record, but she's got to record this morning. Yeah. And, and so we're just – you can't have babies banging their heads and screaming. That's why we need a studio. Um, so – but I think she might have just put Luna to sleep. I think she might. There's, there's no screaming now, <laughs> so it's possible I'll get away. Yeah. Look, um, uh, I guess- Sammy, Sammy, Sammy's trying to make a smoothie with the blender. I just went just before when I spoke to you. I was, I went into the pantry and he's in there and he's got the and there's this green liquid. God knows what it is with bananas floating in it like turds. Oh no! And he's and he's trying to oh, put, no. put it on. He's trying to lift it up and put it on the blender thing. And I'm like, fuck! Oh, hell, hang on a minute. Watch it because they want to come down and unjam it. Oh, that's, oh no! I know oh, it's a nightmare. The disasterizing I mean, I Uncle there. Derek is watch- freaking out. <laughs> no, I was watching him, but you know, yeah. it's like fucking hell. Like the, the 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 last thing you need is the other one. Trying to make a smoothie nah, with the blender mate, without the, without the lid on. I'd say stick around. Let's face it, the, you know. Well, doing let, a film score see. or coming along and doing a uh, not for profit podcast, you have to balance well, it off. Let's see. Time. It depends whether Granny comes over or not. We're, yeah. we're just waiting. If 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 a few people arrive in the next ten minutes, then I'll yeah. be fine. Yes. Yeah, so look, look, see how you go. Jaden's coming in today. He's just down the yeah. road. And it, it's going to be awesome. To and it, yeah. and if you come in in the middle of that or you ring yeah, back yeah. up, whatever, let's just play it by All right. kids first. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, can I can I just update? Can I just give you an update on my thing the other day? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I was telling you that story about how I was washing the shit out of some underpants, but I forgot that. I'd broken the pipe underneath the sink, and then all the shit yes. flowed out under my Dunlop volleys. Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I went and got a new, a new sort Pair of, of shoes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and a new pipe for underneath, right? Yeah. Um. So, and I attached it, and I attached the the washing machine pipe to the little outlet thing that's that's connected to that. Yeah, I know it. The little prong. Yeah. Yep. Yes, exactly. Now, what I didn't know, well. I'll tell you what happened first. So the washing machine won't – it stops working. 
and it's blocked. It's like it's saying that it can't, it can't um, drain. And I thought, what the hell's going on? And the guy had said to us that the washing machine's probably on its last legs anyway, so I just bought a new one. <laughs> and then they they came and installed the new one and took the other one away. Yeah, yeah. Then the new one wasn't working. It wouldn't drain. So I was ringing the um the the washing machine company saying, "What's going on here?" and 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 they were sending out a technician to fix it, right? And then I'm messing around with it trying to thinking, "What the hell is going on here?" So I take the my, the new pipe that I put on off and I look and where the washing machine outlet goes in, it's sealed. Oh, you don't, and and so I go to Bunnings, and I say, yes, to them, because is, there's two choices. You got a choice no, of not using it and drilling it no, out when you want to use that's it. That's right, exactly. So rather than the company making one that has the connector with a hole in it, they've just got one with the connector and then it's sealed until you drill it out. But no, no, I but I'm at- with them, Dan. I, I, I really that that touches on my own personal story recently because I wish my sink had one of those because it doesn't right. have that prong because then I could just drill it out and put the wash the dishwasher in. Right. So instead you have to buy – so it's the difference for you of mm. buying a whole new pipe compared to just drilling it out. Which I can't so do I, because it's ancient metal stuff in my house from uh, 1954, right? So it means redoing everything. It's but I threw, out a, a, I threw out a washing machine that wasn't broken – and bought a new washing oh, machine. Oh, no, of course. Because I paid them to take it away because I was like, this is oh. going to end up on this, – this, They said to me, do you want us to get rid of it? And I said, this will end up on my nature strip if I don't. It's like oh. 30 bucks and they take it away. And I thought, bugger it, it'll hang around. So then I had to ring them back and say – because the guy at Bunnings goes, yeah, you've got to drill it out, mate. And I was like, what? Well, look, look, who would – anyway, it's working now. Well, you know, this is the sort of stuff that in 10 years' time you're teaching Sammy, maybe 20 years' time, 30 years, whatever, and you're not really yeah, admitting that him, you're son, a dopey fool and stuffed it up. I, but how could I have known, right? Because you see it's got the little pipe adapter and you just go, well, of course, there's a pipe there. I didn't – every time I buy something with a with a pipe, I don't check to make sure it's sealed. I go, presumably – it's a pipe because it's a fucking pipe. Mm. So, but <laughs> I mean, I get now why they do it, but how I could have even known that is is beyond me. And they didn't tell me when I bought it the first time. So that was that cost me a thousand dollars that lesson Fuck's to sake. learn to learn <laughs> that the thing is. I'm trying to know. internalize. I'm trying to internally go. What 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 would I have done? What would I have Man, done? it took me two days. You know what? I would have I would have picked up the fucking thing at Bunnings, put my mouth on the little pipe, and tried to make a tune. <laughs> oh, man, so I, I would have I would have saved a thousand dollars by being a dickhead and doing what my dad has always done. But the guy, <laughs> and try man. to play a fucking trumpet on anything. <laughs> yeah, true. Save oh, the day. I mean, fuck, I couldn't believe it. Well, you anyway. know someone out there's got a pretty cool washing machine for nothing. Well, it may be, unless they just dump it. No. I don't know. They don't. They never dump it. They know I mean, it was Drongo's in Elwood. You know, they know they just got to pull a baby sock out of the pump. What are you saying? What self- are you saying, Derek? Are you saying that – Everyone's uh, a Drongo. <laughs> I, live in a, uh, I live in a suburb where, where men are damp-eyed Nancy boys and they don't know how to be handymen. I'm saying that, that – no. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is I – 
I had the same situation. The washing machine wasn't working. I went, oh, fuck. And my instinct was call the man. Call the man. Yeah. And I went, oh, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fucking come on. Well, see, I was I should have called the man and now. And I pulled the it back off the less. thing, unplugged it, pulled the back off the yeah. thing and found a hose, unplugged the hose, and, of course, then about 400 litres of water attacked oh, me. right. right? And then, But then I did. I found a, a baby sock. No, it was uh, like no, it was a gum leaf, a gum right. leaf, just just stopping the pump from working. Yeah, well, that's what it what it what it usually is, and mm. I've had to do that before, mm. you know. But um, yeah. Oh well, look, uh, you weren't to know a comedy no, of no, errors, mate. Two no days shame. it was. No shame. Oh, maybe a little bit minimum shame, <laughs> minimum shame. <laughs> but I was just like the guy at Bunnings. I was like, but how could I know that? How could it? How could I possibly know that? And and then he had to because you know how Bunnings they all have to be super nice, yeah. Like because he he realised that he he said it like this. Well, you've got to drill it out, and and then it made me feel like an idiot. Yeah, you, and then he's you know that then he suddenly backtracked and went, oh, but you know, like uh, yes, it's a little bit confusing, isn't it? Right, right, right. No, nah, mate, you are on the you are in the staff meeting. There's no doubt about it, Dan. <laughs> this podcast is not the end of this story. <laughs> Uh, well, I managed not to lose my cool with anyone because it's ultimately well, it's just, just as well because yeah, later on mm. you talk to a few blokes and they'd go, "You, you, mm. <laughs> you what?" <laughs> Do you know how many of these technicians come out to little old ladies' houses and just plug shit in? Yep, loads and loads, oh, hundred yeah. bucks to come out and plug it in. Yep, <laughs> yep. and don't put toast in the VCR. <laughs> Yeah, but people so, that anyway. understand Apple Macintoshes, they think the same. You know that people yeah. come around and sort people's antivirus out. Oh, yeah. And rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Know, so it, it, once you know, it seems silly that someone else does it. People, <clears> in the, people in the Vespa community find it weird that I have customers that need their tyres changed. Yeah. That need someone else yeah, to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's like, wow, you can do it yourself. You, you don't get it. Some, you yeah. might just not want to. Yeah, well, that's true yeah, too. Yeah, but yeah. well, that's, right, that's a good I'm gonna, story. I'll, I'll in a minute. I'm going to go and get Jaden. All right, look, I'll, I'll get in the. I'll see if I can get in the car. Otherwise, I'll try and call in later. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk. All right, better go. All right, see you, mate. See you, mate. Hey, back to hang on to your hat, and now I've got Jaden in the studio. Uh, welcome aboard, Jaden. Hey, yeah. I to, to fill you you're all in. I was sitting there in the local cafe and having a bit of a yarn with Jaden about stuff. And as we all know, podcasters are like vegans; they'll tell you. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. So, so I was telling him about the podcast. He goes, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a a dad," and uh, shared a couple of stories. And uh, I went, "Oh, c- come on the show! This is the kind of." You know the range of diversity we're looking for. Yeah. We're up to episode twenty six or twenty seven or something now. Right. And you know we you start with a lot of people that are similar to you, and then our goal is to start. All right. So we've had crocodile hunters and pearl divers and stuff like that. But uh, uh, have you had a bogan? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had a. I would say skate. Skateboarding bogan. Easy. So, so. Probably just kick off with uh, the expectation that Danny will ring because he's got some chronic FOMO <laughs> and he'll ring and cut us off at some stage. He's not we'll... missing out on much, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so 
what's the story? Where where did you come from? How did you become a dad? Um, oh, no mistakes, just happy accidents. Yeah, I was very yeah. young. I was uh, seventeen when I found out it was all going down. Wow. Um, yeah, pretty gnarly. It was just a big kick in the face, really. And at the start, I was like, "We can't. There's no way." It's not impossible, yeah. you know what I mean? Were you in a long relationship? Uh, I was like three years, yeah, but yeah. very teenage, yeah. rocky. Like we pretty much weren't even together when it all went down. Mm. Um, just young, dumb. And then, yeah. And then after that, uh, I was like, well, we can't do that. And she said, well, you can piss off and I'll, I can just do it. And I said, well, obviously I'm not going to do that. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, six years He's six now, so it's almost seven years later. That's that's incredible. It's crazy, isn't it? yeah, yeah. I, I, I do recall a, a taste of what that feeling might have worked into. Yeah, you know, I, you know, when it's like, oh, I'm late or whatever. When you, yeah, when I was yeah. sixteen. Yeah, you know, there yeah. was that kind of. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Um, and and then you start your bo- your your mind just starts rolling. Oh, what does that mean? Boom, boom, you don't boom. even know what's coming. Yeah, you don't oh, even know the, how at, good or shit you're going to be. At the at time, any... that's an end of one life kind of thing. And yeah. at the time, that felt like such, like it was an end. Like it was daunting. It was mm. like, oh crap, I'm not going to be able to get to be a kid anymore. Mm. But now I've Brooklyn Six. I've realised with him, I get to be a kid as long as I bloody want. That's the best part. Well, you're still a kid now. Yeah, exactly. To me. That's what I mean. I still get, <laughs> so but good. I can just carry it on. I can be yeah. Peter Pan. Like, yeah, yeah. we can go out doing boy stuff all the bloody time. Yeah. Which is the best thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. Because it, it, it's obviously the tough, it's tough. Yeah. Like, there's some hard yards. Yeah, coming, yeah. But I, there's one little thing that I do. And Envy's okay, I think, at some stage. Like yeah. I like the way I've rolled, do yeah. everything, be too exhausted to do anything else, and then have kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then find out you're too exhausted to do that. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to. So yeah. I'm kind of more the you only do things if you have to, and yeah. So that's cool. I'm cool with that. But but um, it is enviable when you see this kind of interaction. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see dudes, uh, you know, ten years ago when dudes. I knew we were going, oh, I'm a granddad. You go, the yeah. fuck? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. And they're having a ball with these kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's amazing. So that's pretty exciting. So so where were you? Um, so I was living in Seymour. That's yep. my, my hometown. Yeah. So I grew up there until I was uh, – I was born in Melbourne, grew up in Seymour until I was six, yep. moved to Sunshine Coast, oh. and then moved back to Seymour. We are going to be moving up to Cairns, got stuck in accommodation. Yep. I went to crap, so I moved back down here. Yeah. Um, all the floods and stuff were happening in Cairns ah. at that time. So then, yeah, and then been in Melbourne for five years because um, me and Brooklyn's mum obviously separated. Yeah. Um, but and there's just nothing creative or anything going on in Seymour. Just a small kind of bigotry town. Yeah. I so you'd be when, hey. when you found out you were having the baby. Yeah. You're obviously you the the. The baby mum, yeah. What do you, what do you yep. call it? The yeah, baby mama, the mother of the baby mama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at the internet. Yeah. Um, as it's from Seymour. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's from Seymour. Yeah, but did she well. go on these adventures with you to um, Sunshine Coast and all that? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. So we met when we were, I think we got together when we were probably fourteen. Yep, fourteen, and yeah, together until we were seventeen. Yeah. So what was it like in Seymour? Was it did it was it 
I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to. We don't want to go bagging out any towns or anything like that. Yeah. But is it? Oh, it's actually yeah, shocking. Oh, really? <laughs> like, like it's pretty bad. Like, uh, it's, it was. There's actually a documentary on Seymour called uh, Victoria's Tidiest Town because it was, I think, 2001, two and three or something Tidiest. like that. Tidiest for the cleanest town. Oh. But now different kind of clean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've mm. um, they've kind of uh, made the documentary and called it that because it's nothing but the complete opposite. It's just shocking. Like oh, it's just okay. like a small um, kind of dead end. You got the, is it the one with the big train? train? Yeah, we got a big yeah, train there. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, the big black train. Um, yeah, but it's just there's not a lot going on there mm. at all. And then people get bored, people get fucked up, and that's it, really. Hey. So was it was it literally a yeah like a big drug fest? Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's pretty gnarly down there. A lot, a lot of people. Just even the people you least expect. I guess with anywhere, yeah. it's kind of a thing. Yeah. I think just because it's so small. Tight nip, I think there's a population of like probably fifteen or um sixteen thousand or something. Oh, right. Or that was probably last time I checked, yeah, which yeah. was years ago. Um, so it's like you just know everything about everyone and it's way too easy to fall into the wrong yeah. traps and well, stuff like it. that. And it is so, amazing, yeah. I, I know through experience that if you if you're near something long enough, it's the norm. Yeah, exactly it's, right. It's, I find I found it amazing. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I went from here to England with certain kind of rules, I guess, of what yep. I would do and what I wouldn't do, and what mm. was weird and what wasn't, what was from the sixties and what, yeah. what wasn't. <laughs> and then within you know three months in London, yeah, there was a whole different level of what was normal. Yeah, exactly normal right. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing. Like it's um, just it's two. Different ways I see it, especially with raising Brooklyn. In the country, it's cool. You do country things. You kind of go out. Like um, we go camping nearly every weekend and stuff like that. Um, And it's cool. We do. We make fires, chop wood, go out and play outside all the time. Um, But also being surrounded by them people that are always in the same mindset and similar mindset, it's just too easy to fall into like uh, um, just being so small-minded and yeah. it's, it's easy for people out there to be racist or big like bigots and stuff like that and it's just crazy. There's and, no influence. From yeah, exactly race. right. Yeah. There's no creative influence. How does or, that make you feel about your son being raised? There? Well, at the same time, that's that's the reason I've been working my ass off up here in Melbourne yep. so I could make something of myself mm-hmm. to take back to Seymour. Yep. And, and I'm moving there at the end of the year to do yeah. so. It's just so I can take him to school every day and um, get that creative flowing and mm. teach him he can cast his own shadow. Mm. He doesn't have to follow in the path of anyone else's. Awesome. That's so, an awesome yeah. philosophy. So, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it would take a little while to realise if you're kind of a gnarly, you know, youth. Yeah, yeah. A gnarly youth. Like yeah. uh, sometimes it takes many, many years and some people don't. Don't make the transition yeah, exactly. to realizing your town isn't all yeah, bored yeah. youth, you know, yeah. smoking crack or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're uh, they're grown ups in the town, yeah, and they're the ones running the show. Yeah, yeah. They're the enemy, yeah, for a while, and then you gradually become them, and some don't make it across. Yeah, some, yeah. You know, so yeah, exactly. Kind of right. Polarizes people yeah. when they get to that, you know, that 
getting into adulthood kind of vibe. Yeah, definitely. But uh, having a kid, that probably did some kind of fast-tracking for you, I'd imagine. Well, oh, more than fast-tracking. To be honest, before he was born was the period where I was just kind of off the rails and where I fell into all them places that were considered the norm yeah. there. Um, and then I, yeah, as soon as he was born, just snapped straight out of it, went completely um, sober for a whole year. Yeah. And then um, I had him like every single day. Uh, and then kind of once I moved to Melbourne, I had him week on, week off because yeah. that was before it was a kinder and school and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, and then when I had that week on, week off, it was easy for me to have a bit of that youthful side, especially living in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Socialising, as you'd call it, can be going out and getting rancid on a Friday, Saturday night kind of thing. <laughs> so so it was cool. I, I was, I guess, uh, lucky in that sense that I still got to, and that was a good way to find myself and realise that's not what I want to kind of keep doing, yeah, yeah. but also get it out my system a bit, I guess, hey, and then... One week full dad mode, parks every single day and yeah, yeah. stuff like that, which is awesome. That's, Sweet relief sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, that, that's I've been uh, like sober since Australia Day mm. to just get um, like a, again completely cold turkey, yep. just so I can get my business side of things sorted. Yeah, move up there closer to him, and it's cool. I still go out party, but I just can remember it, and I have meaningful conversations with people, and yeah. then I go home to my little dude. And then we just go camp and now just pick them up. We go somewhere every weekend or do something creative if the weather's mm. gone a cactus. And mm. yeah, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, it's it's it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Like, what where would you, where do you think you'd be now if you'd tarped up that day? Oh man, <laughs> That's, I, I can't even imagine. But I don't want to even imagine anything. Yeah. To be honest, no, like no, that, that's the best thing. It's like I have just come to the conclusion. Like, not come to the conclusion it's just always been there but like i'm a dad mm. and that's what i'm fucking the most stoked on like there's mm. nothing else mm. i'd rather be i'm like this is perfect like yeah. and who would have who would have known yeah exactly right something that gets thrown at you from the universe yeah to go from the start of it being like mm. it's the end of the world yeah to it's the fucking beginning mm. it's just like mm. amazing a re as the french say a raison d'etre you know a reason to to be yeah awesome I like yeah that. that's fantastic and so you, you're gunning to start to get this business up and running and it's going well yeah, yeah I'm watching yeah. it yeah yeah uh, you want to talk about that yeah so i've got my um my skate brand yena yeah um there's i've got that and i'm also um pushing to get my screen printing um business in my hometown at yep. the end of the year so yep. I can print all my mate's stuff. Awesome. Be closer to my dude, even if I work three days a week and then have the rest to yeah. gallivant and do things with him over the bloody moon, hey. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's going really good. It's just like the rednecks have got the yee-haw and us bogans have got the yee-na. Yeah, nah. Got, <laughs> just, just to fill everyone in, it's yeah, it's yeah as in Y-E-A-H. And nah as and in nah. nah, but using G-N-A-R. As in gnarly. Yeah. So, the, you know, that yeah, nah. Yeah. yeah as the Americans, they, yeah, nor, they use the G in there. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's nor, dude. Yeah, nah. Cowbonga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah. So, look out for yeah, nah, because that's, uh, I know I've ordered one for my 11-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. On its way. I told him he was going to get the latest, coolest, no one else can get shit. Sick, like, yeah. Oh, well, he pretty much is, because I'm stoked. just ordering 
order in 12s yeah. for our dudes, really, because my dudes are 12 as well. So yeah. perfect. Yeah. So, so they're going to be... Um, so they're going to be pretty good. Self-employment is going to be fairly important when you, you're, would you call it, we, we've had this conversation before with different people, single dadding. Yeah, yeah. But when there's a mum, what do you call it? Like you, it's co-parenting, isn't it's it? It's co-parenting. co-parenting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. back in the hometown, reckon that'll yeah, give yeah. her some Well, we're really, we're really good well. friends now. Yeah. Like there was a time where... Um, Brooklyn had a stepmom that I was with until last year. Yeah. Um, and so, and that was from a few months after he was born kind of thing. Yeah. But they didn't meet for a while because of like yeah. the respect thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. make sure I don't want to bring anyone around Brooklyn that's not going to be mm. in it for a long haul. And I don't think anyone could actually understand what it would entail mm. to kind of be with me is to take on my son as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but... Um, so at the, it was a bit rocky at the start, but um, we just I just learned how to diffuse things real quick. Yeah, yeah. And then um, yeah, but now we're really good friends. Like the other week, I was around at their house having a barbie with the dude. Like, mm. and she's um, uh, Brooklyn's mum has another child now, so her new bloke, and he's a good dude. And right. we all just got along like a house. So he's got a half brother, I suppose. Or half yeah, he's got a half brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so gross. yeah, yeah, it's awesome, and he's. Yeah, it's so good to see. At start, he's a bit jealous and stuff just because yeah. he'd always first child, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He'd always done his own things. But yeah. now, like, he's such a kind-hearted, bloody awesome dude and just yeah. loves sharing and so it's good. We were talking We were talking uh, last week with Hugh about um, having the second one yep. and that kind of hairy time when you're going, oh, would the, you know, when you're, if you've got a three-year-old or something or a two-year-old, I think I, I think a two-year-old, yeah, two and a half when the next one comes, and you're just kind of thinking, are they gonna? Are they, is are they gonna, gonna Yeah, I know. Some yeah. Crazy shit you're gonna have baby. to keep an eye on one of them to make yeah, sure they haven't yeah, got yeah. the pillow on the other. We do one. have a quote. I think Tom used to say, "Jump on the baby." Jump on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, "Nah, mate. Nah, nah, nah. Oh no, don't, don't be doing that." <laughs> um, but they're pretty cool. Like they're, yeah. they're humans. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're, exactly they're humans right. from the time they're born. Yeah. So you hope. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you're barking they're up the wrong cute. tree, hey. But yeah, but but I suppose in a in a co parenting situation then he's up he's a hundred percent you've only got the one. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know I've only got one. So so he, yeah. he's got the uh, <laughs> no, see no speak, no. Yeah. <laughs> so that's he's only got half that experience. Of, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. A new one. But that's yeah, but now it's cool. I and like I know I'm young and it's kind of. How old are you? I'm only twenty four. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm twenty four, but um, I know I'm young and it sounds stupid, but I've kind of, especially from Brooklyn's mum straight into another relationship. There's eight eight years I was in a relationship. Yep, yep. Only last year I found out what it's like to be single, mm. and it's. Fucking crazy. Talk to, me to through think. it. What's it like? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, as an adult, I should say, I'd never been single as an adult until last year. And it was just, oh, mind boggling. It was like, fuck, especially with a little dude. Mm. Like, man, on my on my Tinder and stuff no like control. that, I was like, do I, do I put that on there? Yeah, yeah. And I've come to the conclusion, no, I fucking don't because I don't want anyone kind of being like, oh, he's so cute. I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. And I'm like, I've Look, darling, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, no way. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of not like it's not like I hide it or anything like that, but it's just not something 
I put on there yeah. as a yeah. thing. You can you find out later. Yeah, exactly right. So, I, I am amazed, and I and I <laughs> I wish Dan would ring right now, but <laughs> but I, I I love this online dating thing. I missed it. Uh, yeah. Right? It, yeah, it rolled up. It was it was just starting. It was just starting. I called him with my my psychic senses. Ah, uh, text me. There was one call. What was it called? It was just being born when I was single. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I was probably, I was cool, you know, like I yeah. wasn't lonely, if you yeah, like. You yeah, know, I act, yeah. I was quite active. Everything was cool. Yeah. Uh, so, but at the time it was like for desperate kind of nerds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. like this. And I remember saying, and I, I go on about this a bit, but I just went, this is the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was freaking 19. Yeah. You had to go to a fucking horrible nightclub, <laughs> inhale fucking smoke and disgusting shit, yeah. drink horrible booze, yeah. right? Get yourself rat-assed and to, to just meet people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and hopefully have a passion on the last time <laughs> yeah. at 3 a.m., right? It was diabolical. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, as I say, and you were almost guaranteed to get some piss artist for a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I say that one to wind up my exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but now I I just saw it. I just went. This is fucking it. Yeah. Because yeah. balls ballroom dancing or going to dinner dances and shit. There was always a system. Yeah. Exactly. BNS ball, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. There was always a system mm-hmm. for meet for meeting people. That was the point of yeah. society. Hook them up. Yeah. Hook them up. Yeah. And then there was just like grog and people stopped dancing. Yeah. You know, for a while raves yeah. kind of kicked in and that was pretty cool. Yeah. But um. But I saw this uh, online dating thing as being like the future. Yeah. I wanted to have a You don't need your ease or anything to rave to get your endorphins up. You just yeah. got their notifications. <laughs> ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding. Swiping. Yeah, swiping. exactly. Yeah. Saves you a lot of money. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a mean issue. I, I always kind of ramble on and get to another subject and go back to the other one. But I think that's what I was getting at before. Like I, at the moment, feel fulfilled enough to... Yeah. Not have to have another one down the track. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, even another partner because it's like, I've got my dude. Mm. That's the best thing. And it's like, yeah. we can go away every weekend. Like I've been uh, living in my van for, because I'm working in Melbourne and pick him up every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like um, nearly two years. Mm. Um, and it's just incredible. Like I don't want anything to have to come in between that. Yeah, yeah. Like this weekend I was meant to go on a skate trip with the boys soon as there was first sign of bad weather, it's probably not even going to because it's mm. Melbourne's bipolar yeah, bloody yeah. weather. I'm like, oh, sick, Multiple. I'll just go get my dude. And now me and the dude are just going to go yeah. do some arts and crafts this weekend. That's so awesome. Just pack it in. Yeah, so yeah. It's awesome. And that, and that, I've talked a bit with various people about sacrifices and moving and doing different things for the kids mm-hmm. and, and sort of really really getting into how much is for the kids and how much is your plan yeah and you kind of sell it as for the kids or whatever but yeah you know, living in your van yeah when you're in melbourne in order to just lock onto a goal yeah you know it, it, when i was talking the other day you had some pretty it was it was pretty locked on this yeah this is yeah. what we're gonna do yeah yeah and it's all exciting youthful stuff yeah yeah it makes money and is you know is yeah yeah destructive oh future yeah yeah exactly yeah well that's the thing like i said before about brooklyn casting his own shadow i think i've been very fortunate because when i was younger my biological father wasn't there 
Then I had a stepdad who ended up pissing off when I was like 12 or something like that. Um, And at the time, it kind of like that seemed pretty heavy to me, I guess. And I had a lot of other shit going on. But it was like, but now I look back, I'm so stoked on that. Like I've kind of retouched base. So my stepdad was my actual two sisters' father and he even took off on them. Um, And it's like... So they're younger, yeah. So yeah, they're younger. And it's... Like I've just recently touched base with him and he's so stoked I'm doing my own thing and yeah. stuff like that. It's like he's proud of me. But it's like, man, I could never even imagine fucking off on my kids ever. Not like. It's very know. hard to it's, empathize. Yeah. It's very hard. I mean, you, you want to. Yeah. Because there's so much more to your relationship forever. Like this, yeah, You're stuck yeah. with him forever for various family reasons and yeah. biological reasons. And but it's very hard to understand. Yeah, and I try to look at the bigger picture yeah. and like understand. But it's like at the end of the day, that's not a thing for me. But when I retouch base of him, like, um, he, and he's a good bloke, and I've got some really fucking good memories. I've got sh- yes. shit memories as a teenager as well. So a lot of them are my own little yeah. testosterone kicking in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well. But um, but like I recently touched, and when I first touched base of him, he had something like. Uh, fuck off his lamb or something on his wall that I could see. I could only see oh, shared yeah. post. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'm stoked that I could, because that's something I could have been if he stuck around because yeah. I didn't get to cast my own shadow, you know what I mean, yes. and make my own mind up on things. And it's just, so I'm stoked in that aspect. But to also teach, you can cast your own shadow yeah. and as well as teach kind-heartedness and, just life, little like things. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the best thing. Hey, from from what I'm gathering today, you probably wouldn't have grown up hating Islam if you were influenced. You probably uh, would have yeah. grown up engaging in a lot more battles and yeah, probably yeah. had a rough time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. doing what's right. Seems, yeah, yeah, but but, but things getting away from that influences. Yeah, in a positive. so many, yeah, so right. many, um, so many roads that could have been taken. Yeah, and I've just come to the. Well, not I haven't come to the realization, but I was talking with a mate the other day. I said something to my boss that is just a common life thing to me, and people just go, "Whoa, like fuck!" You have to deal with that as a kid, kind of thing. It's yeah. like, and I don't think it's it's gnarly, but to people like um, maybe in the city or mm. and like people that haven't had to deal with that small mm. country town thing, just like well, fucking hell. Like, and I was like, oh, actually, I should refrain. Yeah. <laughs> like, try to be careful of what I, like, put on people. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, right. And it's yeah, like, yeah. to me, I can laugh about the kind of small stuff, but it's like, but that's what's for my little bloke in Seymour, and that's the whole reason I'm going back there. Yeah, you wonder for every one bloke that it builds into someone who gets woke or whatever yeah, pretty early because yeah. of all this experience. Yeah. There must be another 99 that. Get, get broken. Exactly you know, right. Just yeah. don't come out of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, I think going back to Seymour, doing the whole country thing with him as he's younger and mm. then kind of maybe taking the journey that I've taken, yep. come to the city, meet um, very open-minded people, still small-minded in some aspects, um, and but it's just two different complete worlds. And just mm. to have a, have a bit of both worlds and choose your own paths. Mm. For each, it's just the best thing. So I think later on, I'll just let Brooklyn, as soon as he's 18 or whatever, let him throw a dart at a map on the world and we'll just go piss off and go build a van over yeah, there or something, man. You know what I mean? There, yeah, be yeah. Be able to do that. Oh, my God, that's Danny ringing. Hey. Let's, let's kind of...
Hey, Dan. Hi. Hey, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good. We're having a great time here. Are you? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, it's all going so, well. So dis- disappointing I couldn't get there, but I thought I could at least make an appearance. So Jaden's here. Say good day. Verbally. Hey, Jaden. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, not bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Good, good. good. So. But now, where are we up to? Hold fast, I'll just fill you in on everything we've said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't be able to do that. Uh, um, no, I should have rung earlier. No, nah, I was just so, about uh, – no, you can just jump in on here. I was just about to celebrate. Um, what's the word for when you – Jaden uh, is – when he's in Melbourne working, he lives in his van. Right. Right. So, which yeah. is, excites me for reasons I'll tell you. Uh, me too, don't that. worry. Yeah. I love, and, I, and I love the concept. I love it. But your choice of van, mate. Oh, my, my town ace. It's probably one of the smallest vans you can get. Yeah, but it's greenhouse. <laughs> I, get, I get to park wherever I want. Like my my the other day, my mates were talking about this idea I've got and like, fuck, they, like, you could have made it with this idea. Yeah. And they're like, you can have your own place in no time. And I'm like, man, I'll buy my mum and that a house. Imagine the size of the fucking van I can get. Yeah, That's yeah, the exactly. best thing. That's I can get a massive van and park it in yeah, my mum's yeah. house and then drive is wherever it, I want. Is a town ace like a high ace but smaller? Yeah. It's, it's what I've got, Dan, now. Oh, right. It's tiny. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I had that Mine's one from an that older one. high ace. Yeah. And then got me, me dad's town ace because he can't. Yeah. He's not allowed to drive anymore, so... I got his town ace, and it does feel like a go-kart. It's a little shoebox. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I've jammed everything in there. Like I've got um, – I built it all myself, got a kitchen under my bed. I've got a fridge. I've got a Waco. got the solar panel. Wow. I've got a shower on the side of it, awning. Got some but where nice... do you live when you're not when you're not living in the in the van? Oh, I'm always in the van, but I just – I'm in the van so I can go pick my little bloke up every weekend and we can just piss off camping or head somewhere uh, different, that's... go up the beach or whatever. He'd love that, right? Oh, man. In the, in the van? Yeah, like yeah. That's... It's unreal. And I've got a single bed in there and uh, then I've got some drawers and then I've got enough room for half a person. So it's a one and a half person sleeping operation, which is perfect because oh, wow. he's six. But um, yeah. that's why I need a bigger van soon because he's bloody getting that's huge. That's part of the reason why you're not interested in the relationship right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Just let me Automatic adventure though. Yeah, did, oh, did that's you, awesome. Derek. Did you bring up our mate, my mate in 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 WA with the house truck? No, but th- this is this is the time to do it. Yeah, this this mate of mine. We, we did, I did a podcast with him, um, Jaden, um, where he was talking about getting all his kids in a. He got a big old truck, mm-hmm. and they him and his wife built a sort of house on the back of it. So it's about the size of a bathroom, you know. Yeah. And and then they had a, a kid. Because they're travelling musicians. Yep. So they were just travelling around. He was just running through with me how they did it all. It's like Tetris, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, having the kid in there. But then they decided to have another kid and uh, they went to have the um, the ultrasound and it was twins. Oh. And he was, <laughs> and he was and they were excited but they were like, fuck, how are we going to fit them in this car? <laughs> and they had and they still live in it. They if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I loved it when Dan said yeah. to him, so hang on, you're – Left the hospital with your new babies and took them to the truck. He goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. That was our home. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like yeah. You could hear Dan's mind going, oh, I see. that. That's wow. home home. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy to think like that's a uh, – me and my mates always just hang hang p- piss on me like um, mm. about um, just being homeless. But I always mm. just come through the same I'm, – I'm houseless, not homeless. 
Same yeah. thing. I got my little cozy home, yeah. and it's just oh. well. And there's a simplification here, right? So there's certain stresses that 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 perhaps go away as a result of simplifying your life into that just what you need, oh, just essentials. Yeah, exactly you know? right. It's That's so what I was saying. it's so crazy. Like I can't imagine ever having a big house or big anything like that. And I've yeah. I, that's I think that's my goal now that I've done that because the van has taught me so many life lessons. It's yeah. bloody unbelievable. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life to move in a van. Before and that, it seems possible, but and, and until you do it and then adapt, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's like before that, I barely knew how to light a bloody fire. But yeah, like yeah. I, I, I could barely like I. Obviously, as I said before, if there's a will, there's a way. Like I had lit in fires and stuff like that, but no, like nothing behind it. Or the other day yeah. I went camping and we were on a hill and there was this massive log. It would have been like, like it was, it was a whole tree pretty much cut down just to the, um, the trunk of it. And it was yeah. p- probably a couple of hundred kilos. And I just was like, well, that would be a perfect seat to have next to the fire. So I rolled it down, but it was put in rocks. So then it didn't crush anyone at the bottom. <laughs> and was, right, and everyone's yeah. looking at me like, man, what is he doing? And I'm moving this massive tree trunk by myself, <laughs> making sure everyone's out of the way. Got it next to the fire and everyone's just like, that is one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. And it's like, it's because I'm stupid enough to try things in the first place that I get it done. Yeah. And you so, feel good. Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah. good about having achieved stuff like that. Yeah, know? exactly. But you think being being social stigma is a huge part of – the yeah. whole, you know, how you said your friends call you homeless and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a huge thing. Like sleeping in your car. Yeah. They haven't got, like, you just say that. Yeah. And the, it, to the grown ups, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's going to, it simply would create an instant kind of, you know, opinion. I yeah, suppose, exactly right. Yeah. That, that, that can't see the, the, the the kid in Seymour, the yeah. goal, the the business that you're running, yeah, the, yeah. the achievements that you're going to get to, yeah, by working your guts out, yeah, and not blowing it on living in an apartment and yeah, exactly, carrying right. on like a pork chop, uh, yeah, and uh, coming back with nothing. Before I forget, too, you, there's a there's a if you go on YouTube, there's a, a like a a web series called. Uh, tiny, tiny houses, houses or something. Yeah, Do you know. Yeah. But there's there's another one too that's like, oh, well, maybe it is tiny houses. It's a Kiwi thing, and they've got house uh, cars, like yeah. people that have built built tiny, tiny wooden houses onto the back of even sedans and stuff, like yeah, not just yeah. tr- trucks. And it's fucking incredible. Yeah, oh, that's absolutely yeah. love yeah. it. Yeah, so mm. cool. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I lived in a com. I lived in a a combi. I moved into a. 1974 com- uh, combi Oof. bus, right? And and I had a lot of shit. It's like there's a lot of stories that came out of me yeah. getting into that, fitting my shit into that because I'm a a, a, a maximalist. <laughs> yeah, 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 maximalist. <laughs> I like that one. There's no doubt. Cool. And it was it was hard work. I was on the trading post, like I was mm-hmm. hours on the phone to the trading post putting ads in. Yeah, and that led me to that whole Steve Vizard thing. But that's another story. But um. I had to get rid of all sorts of things, surfboards, stereos, beds. Yeah. And I was living in my combi, but I was dossing, having a little luxury night at my brother's flat in uh, Hawthorne. And I went out one morning and the fucking combi wasn't there. Oh, that's, that's right. Tell me, bro, it's so day fucked day. up. It's so fucked up when it's your home. It's such a different thing. Yeah. Such a yeah. Different. 
Got Ta- some security going on. Yeah. Touch wood, it hasn't happened to me oh. yet. But um, hey. yeah, yeah. I actually, oh, no, I've been not sad online, but my locks on my um my van are questionable. <laughs> Very, they're, they're already questionable because it's an old rig, and that's why I un I actually unhooked them. So then, if anyone tried to pop my locks and just give it a tug, um, they couldn't get in. And surely, I think it was two weeks after I had done that, I went for dinner in St Kilda with some friends. Mm. Came back to the van and went to put my key in and, um, oh no, so yeah, in my back one, I went to put my key in, opened it and as I opened my front doors, they were unhooked, the locks just fell straight in the doors. Oh, fuck. So someone had tried to pop them and then they'd kind of fell out to the outside and they've put them back in nicely and they've bent the metal, but they weren't smart enough to, to push down on the little thing. And then I ended up catching the dude. As oh, soon as no. I seen that, I was like, man, I've only been at dinner for like half an hour, he's 40 around. minutes. Oh, he's around. And I seen this old frail junkie dude mm. and I started chasing him and he hid. And then I ended up getting my board out and skating down St. Kilda and I found him. He's holding, he's got his hands tucked up with heaps of like razor, like um, Gillette razor blades and stuff like that. Mm. And he was just this old old frail junkie oh. and i was just like just gave him a spray because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's all that was going to happen anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. but even if he came back at me with anything he would have turned to bloody dust hey yeah, like yeah. it was just like yeah. just gave him a spray gave him a scare it's really hard isn't it? and but it's he would be out there doing the same thing yeah oh, so you're, you're how old's your son uh brooklyn six yeah right so yeah oh wow yeah you're a little bit ahead of me there and has has it been good? Like like generally, have you? Oh, uh, yeah, everything's like oh, like over the moon. Like I'm so yeah. so the expression I use with my friends and anyone that asks how I'm going, I'm just honestly stoked. St- just stoked on life, stoked with yeah, my yeah. dude. Um, I've just honestly found a little thing to be to l- allow myself to be like stress free and happy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I feel like I found that early. And I said to one of my friends the other day, I think I've just found how to be happy all the time um, rather than work to being happy. Yeah. Um, and that's, I feel like I can just, with this positive thought train, just ride that for the rest of my life and always find a way to be stoked. Um, and yeah. the dude's the biggest part of it. And um, they just kind of like, you can't say that. And I was like, well, I honestly think I can at the moment. Like, yeah. like I, I guess that could change. But with, with this thought, when that comes across, yeah. I can turn that, flip that around. Yeah, and just comes down to Brooklyn. And he's just, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's that gen- generational turning too. Like the, do you, do you think you're, this whole process and feeling is just, is filling a gap, not filling a gap for you, but realising, go, right, if I'm going to be a father, you might not have to do it sort of at the forefront of your mind, if you yeah. like, but, but, but subconsciously you're just going, all right, there's, I can't, do that shit. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was that happened to me, Dan. I'll fill you in later on, but but Jade, yeah, Jade and um, didn't you, did you, you didn't know your your uh, biological uh, I, I know who he is. Yeah. I know who he is. Yeah. He just he just Wasn't didn't about. stick around. My, yeah. I think my mum and him were a, like they knew each other and they yeah. were just a bit of a fling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, That's reason. So, so you are changing yeah, exactly the right. changing the story. Yeah, uh, yeah. Going forward, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. The kids are a great invitation to uh, adjust your outlook. 
Yeah. And, you know, and if you can, especially if you've been able to simplify your life. I mean, I was listening to your van thing and, and a lot of our stress and confusion just comes out of all the crap in our lives. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously, there's a lot of – and because kids will accumulate shit too. Yeah. And just the more stuff you acquire, the more – that I mean, there's something to be said for simplicity with kids because then you can see – what the kids are really offering. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's the yeah. biggest thing. Like I think um, as I was saying before, um, Brooklyn has got a, a brother, like a half-brother to yeah. on, on his mum's side um, with her new bloke and yeah. uh, she's working a fair bit um, and uh, obviously with the child and stuff like that. Brooklyn, um, when he's with his mum, tends to spend a lot of time on his iPad um, right. and which I'm not like, I, I agree. I think this day and age kids need to have some technology. Like it's only, it's kind of in their DNA these days. They're going to have extra digits sure. on their thumbs soon. I reckon <laughs> yeah. to make it faster to text, <laughs> but, um, but soon he knows, soon as he comes with me, iPads with his mum, we're out doing real life kind of things. Yeah. And he used to actually, um, when I lived in Melbourne, I would have him week on week off before I was at kinder. He would actually not want to come. Like he would chuck the biggest tantrums, and it was so disheartening for me because he couldn't take any technology. He from yeah. from when he was, I think, one and a half to two, he didn't have his dummy with um, me and my partner at the time, um, which mm-hmm. it was his stepmom, and he would eat different foods and stuff like that. But he knew as soon as he would go back to my mum's, um, his mum's, or his other nan's on his mum's side. He would have a dummy in his mouth. Yeah. He could eat biscuits. He could yeah. eat shit food, all he wanted. And it was so disheartening because yeah. we would get him a step forward and then as soon as he would go back down there, it was just two steps back. So I've always been trying to do the... It's got to be tough when you when you realise that your part, you've got to be the whole part, the whole positive part of the equation. Yeah, exactly Rather than right. kind of go, oh, yeah, well, we can cheat a bit here and cheat a bit there. You go, yeah. yeah, but if all the cheating's already done. Yeah. Uh, but... It is how it goes. I mean, it can be worse. Yeah, yeah. It, there's another way you can look at that, though, too. Like, maybe when kids have to compartmentalise and go, like, with, with grandma, I behave like this. With with mum, it's a bit like this. With dad, it's different. You could make an argument to say that that's teaching them. It might be hard for you guys because like, you have to, you know, come up against them being moody because they don't have the technology. But in a way, it's preparing them yeah. for the fact that the world is full of different uh, different um, roles you have to play and that you can't be all this all the time and that, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Th- th- then perhaps some resilience can come from that, as difficult as it probably is for him to adjust all the time. Oh. Like my, my old man's quite different to my mum and, and w- I behave differently with each of them in a, in a way and, and that's kind of that's kind of good. It means I, I get a, a dif- different perspectives, you know? Yeah, yeah, cool. Mm. Yeah, that's that's exactly like now these days, as soon as he sees me, he runs up, gives me a massive hug. It's not a big – he knows he's leaving his iPad and he, he doesn't care because yeah. he knows we're going to – he loves drawing. Like the other day I went and bought him a big pack of pens, bought him a couple of books, a folder to keep all his good ones in. We're sitting there yeah. drawing comics. He told me he wanted to – I asked him when we were around the campfire what he wanted to do when he was older, and he said he wanted to work for Nickelodeon. Oh, and wow. and he's just draw his drawing's bloody incredible. The other day, oh, I think um, we we touched on it about um, 
I he actually done a drawing for my brand Yenar, and he done like the Yenar little drew a little skateboard and just skate fast. Had the S backwards yeah. on the. On that fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to fix it. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I just digitalized it all, put it in color, and um, we ended up. I was pick, I picked him up from school, and I, because obviously I'm not gonna reap the benefits from his sick illustrations. So I said to him, I was like, so we could either you could have the money from it all, or we could give it to other kids that need in um and give it to a charity. And that was just, it was kind of a trick question. It was just kind of see if I was doing my job. He was either going to give me the right answer or get a massive lecture. And I was stoked because he just goes, it didn't, it looked two seconds. He goes, I think I want to give it to other kids that need it. And we ended up raising like $500 for, um, I think. That's so good. Yeah, called Kids Undercover, which is incredible. But, um, but yeah, and also about the, like the resilience thing that you were talking about. Um, Yeah. It's, I feel like that's that's a big thing that I dealt with when I was younger, always, I guess, feeling like I never fit in to anything, especially with moving up to Queensland and moving back, yeah. having to fit into a crowd. I was always trying to – I thought I had to be cool. I thought I had to be cool. In, so I was always yeah. kind of faking it until I made it. Um, but yeah, then the yeah. diehard people of that of that little click I was trying to – they just could smell me coming from a mile away. Yeah, right. But I actually come to the – conclusion it was the other day i was talking about it i feel like that's why i can be such a chameleon these days and fit in and have so many different friend groups yeah it's totally. be, because of was when i was younger just being a kid Man. and trying to and i didn't know that's what i was teaching myself until recently yeah, yeah. I, I was on the periphery all the time in in schools and stuff like that and you know kids had like like i was just a little bit too weird for them to cope with so i, I had like story of my life yeah like so some of the like in crowd people would be my friend but they wouldn't tell anyone else yeah yeah you know what i mean which was painful in itself it was painful in itself that they would then pretend they didn't like you when you were there but 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 all the way through these even the bullies would be my friend at some point so they were dealing with their own inability to cope with the i mean embrace the freak is what i had to try and do like i just I did all the stuff that made me both interesting and and frightening, I suppose, and freakish, you know, doing arts and dance and theatre and different things. And um, But I think you're right. In the long run, you go, when you get through all your hardships and you're fucking self-medicating with booze and drugs that I went through, ultimately, <laughs> you know, you come up, you, you come out with some good insights, Yeah, you know. Yeah, 210%. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what, so what, what, t- tell me about your brand because that's a great name. It's going really well at the moment, the the best yeah. it's gone. Um, I'm just printing some, I printed some stuff up last night, printed up um, some more today for the spring collection. But like um, clothes and stuff, right? Yeah, just clothing and that. I'm going into hardware. I've just kind of made a prototype for something cool. It's not, yeah. I wouldn't call it revolutionising you- skateboard. Sporting, very cool. I've seen but the, doing, uh, yeah. the proto. <laughs> but, um, Can't talk. Doing, <laughs> doing something cool with skateboarding is what I'm going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to. Uh, surely people are into that a bit more now with the old, with, with the hipsters paved the way with kind of um, not big brands, you know, like with, with people yeah. being more interested in small um, handmade or kind of, you know, not mass produced stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, um. Yeah, that's that's what I'm stoked on. I've kind of feel like I've created a community. For me, it's not about the money. Yeah. It's just doing what I 
continue to like want to do and once again show Brooklyn he can just follow his yeah. dreams and do something cool that he enjoys yeah. and that's how he can be happy with it, not build something up until it's something and then you're happy because I feel like that's never the case with it all. Yeah. But um yeah, and especially the handmade stuff, like that's how I actually um I, before that I was doing youth work. That's always kind of been a big passion. Yeah. Like I was doing uh, youth work through skate park and then I um right. Done my first. Le- I'd done some lessons off my own back, um, made some money, and then bought my first round of shirts. Um, yeah. And then tried to print them up myself, and realised it's actually a lot harder than it bloody looks when I stuffed oh, up yeah. fifteen shirts out of. And you got to hold your brand to a certain quality. Yeah, exactly quality, right. Yeah. So that's oh, how yeah. I got into screen printing, and now I'm doing that full time. Yeah, yeah. So and running my brand on the side. So it's it's pretty crazy. Like just to think. I've just kind of always had that little thing in my head that's kind of made me push for it. And I think trying to always impress people mm. to a certain point got me to that, yeah. always searching for some kind of validation or something. But now it's Makes just you all creative. Fun. Yeah, exactly. But there's such a big bonus in jumping in young because you get to – you get to live in your you get to live in your car without yeah, yeah. Sti- without stigma because it's young and adventurous. It's hip. You it's get cool. to yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You get to stuff. And Man, teaching kids what's important is so important these days Man. because the world's so full of fucking s- superficial shit too. It's all yeah. mass-produced crap, and then they get on the internet and and social media and feel sort of <laughs> like they're worthless. Like giving them that. All that stuff that's valuable, like mm, yeah. being able to tell that human connections what matters. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's all. It's uh, one thing that Chris, who's a, a youth worker, mm-hmm. who was on the yeah. show, drummer, punk drummer, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it, 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 there's one thing uh, I t- took away, or plenty of things I took away from his his mm-hmm. his thing, but mm-hmm. was that he he works on building sites and everything, and, t- and there's one thing the old boys, one thing they never say. Mm-hmm. Is I wish I'd worked harder. I wish I'd worked more hours. Every yeah. one of them says I should have just fucking yeah, exactly. I shouldn't have done that. I, there was this thing about having the bigger house and the better thing and the yeah. jet ski and competitive and you know maybe a bit of influence from the and then you the can't mother and the competitive. Any, mm. Can't spend any time with the kids and you're in cats in the cradle territory. Man. Yeah, and that <laughs> that's the whole reason I'm I'm um. I'm more stoked about the community and you get one crack rather than it's just yeah. like I'm I'm stoked. That's I, yeah, I just yeah. keep coming back to fucking <laughs> great I'm stoked, man. <laughs> like it's so good. Like, yeah, I'm just so happy. I like I'm trying to actually my mum kinda sleeps today and stuff like that. And I've I've been getting a bit pissed off with her because she doesn't do she'll sleep all day and doesn't do much for herself. I'm like, man, like you just gotta get out there and do like Inf- like influence yeah. other things for, yeah, yeah. especially I, I don't want to be sitting there trying to influence my mum to go out and enjoy her life you know what I mean yeah but yeah, um, it's got to be hard yeah, yeah yeah oh like yeah our oldies are old yeah old oldies so it was like well they're, the kids they're become the parents they're, they're, yeah. they'll do what they do now and you, there's no way of influencing yeah, yeah. them yeah, we yeah, just have to wipe the asses from here on in. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mum. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I'm going to have to go. Sorry. Yeah, no uh, worries. We're, we're nearly out of town. I've got one. Before you get going, there's we're going to wind up with a uh, a question for Jaden. If you had to put a new S bend in your sink, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> would you go when you went to Bunnings? 
would you? Yeah, how are you going to word this, Derek? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought it through. Would you pick it up and would you? And it had the little prong on it yeah. to join the dishwasher or washing machine into mm-hmm. in the S bend. Would you? Would you know to drill that out? Before using it for the dish for the washing machine, or would you assume that the pipe went straight <laughs> in like a fucking pipe should? Oh nah, uh, I think I'd put two and two together to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, would you look in the little hole that you want to use to put your dishwasher in? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well the problem is once it's attached, it's under the sink, so it's not as easy to uh, kind of uh, look in. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to get into <laughs> your domestics right now. I feel a bit pressured. Hey. I'm desperately trying uh, to hang on to He's some not in the room, of- so oh, you've got to mate, go to my side. I've, I've actually got a good budding story. So this one time, it was a mate's birthday. I knocked off work and I was flying out to New Zealand the next day. Um, and I, w- when I went to New Zealand, uh, no, when I was going to my friend's birthday, I said, they said, can you bring a beer bong? I said, yeah, cool. No worries. I went into Bunnings and I grabbed the funnel <laughs> and I grabbed the tube. Yeah. I grabbed the little nozzle and I got some little... Um, twistable straps and yeah. I made this beer bong in Bunnings and just took it to the counter <laughs> as a thing and he goes ding 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 and he goes big night tonight I'm like I'm flying to New Zealand in the morning <laughs> and no word of a lie I had my missus like I woke up to her rattling me the taxi's at the front get up and that was the only time I can remember being woke up but apparently she woke me oh up a few God. times so, yeah, yeah. so you actually assembled it in Bunnings I, yeah assembled it in Bunnings and it was impressive it was imp- I could, you should have sold them you should have told them that they could buy the rights to sell it like that yeah exactly like, right you could make yeah. them up for it, it. today's yeah, yeah. workshop yeah, yeah. how to be a pisshead <laughs> I, I remember going. I remember being wandering, wandering, trudging through a little jungle in Thailand on a Thailand island somewhere, looking for the right <laughs> bit of uh, bamboo to try and knock into a didgeridoo because I was playing didgeridoo at the time, and and I was teaching everyone in this every pissed person in this <laughs> in this fucking restaurant how to do the circular uh. breathing, but there was no didgeridoo yeah. to do it with. So I went trudging through and I found a little building site where the dudes were building huts and I'm going and I got this bit of bamboo in my hand. I said, can you do me a favour and cut the hand signal? They didn't have any English. So I'm going, can you cut it here and cut it here about like five foot or four, four or five foot long? And they're going, ha, ha, ha. When I said, can you cut it, you're making the hand signal. And they're going, aha, and they made the bong, no, no. The bong symbol going, ha, ha, ha. They were having a laugh. <laughs> I'm going, no, 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 that long. And they're going, no, no, here. And they're really going, no, no, this is the ideal this spot. Is, yeah, and I'm going, yeah. no, 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 here. And they're going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're making the gnarliest serious bong. <laughs> they knocked out and I held a uh, held, nice held didgeridoo playing lessons in the middle of Thailand. Anyway, All right. so that's fantastic. Glad we sorted that out. All right, Dan, I hope the family's well. Ah uh, yeah, well, it'll it'll be sorted out. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Jaden. Yeah, you too. Good luck with everything. See you around soon. Bye. See ya. Well, it's just us now, but we better wind it up, or we're going to be in trouble with the boss. Yeah, yeah, D. Um, hey, thanks a million for coming on. That's and right. This positivity, I'm going to be riding on for weeks. That's I reckon. Sick. I hope so. And our audience, I'd Fucking, suggest. Um, let anyone ride the um. Stoked, stoked wave. Yeah, um, yeah. That I'm stoked. <laughs> all get snowed. Get yeah. onto your yeah, nah. Look out for it. Can you? Yeah, yeah. Can you? Do you have to be in the underground to get hold of it? Um, no, not at all. I'm just on Instagram. Yeah, dot nah. Um, but G N A R. G N A R. Yep. So yeah, just on there. I'll um, get to the show notes. So yeah, yeah, cool. Just having a bit of fun with it. Yeah. As I said, building a community. It's yeah. cool. Awesome. 
Yep. Right, take it easy. Easy. No, thanks from, for having me. From the town ace uh, massive. <laughs> <laughs> podcast was recorded at Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Here, we provide affordable, accessible, professional podcasting production facilities to the full range of podcasters, all the way from basic studio hire right through to full season production packages. You can get us on castawaycollingwood at gmail.com or just look up Castaway Studios on all the social medias.